I'm Chad. I'm Brad. And I'm Caitlin. Welcome to the Brown Prod, brought to you by Hastings College Center for Applied Media Arts. And we're, we're Hastings, Hastings College, College athletes. athletes. Awesome, guys. Let's do it. Uh, today, for today's episode, we have a handful of our Hastings College athletes here. We're going to kind of talk about their seasons. Um, some of them are ending, some of them are beginning, and we just kind of want to see the inside scoop on what's going on. Um, so first, we're going to start with introducing each person, what uh, their name is, their grade level, and what sport they are involved. I'm Gabriel Escalera. I'm from Saudita, Arizona, and I'm on the golf team. My name is Kavika Aholale. I'm from Yorba Linda, California, and I wrestle. My name is Tabitha Wood. I'm a sophomore, and I'm on the wrestling team. My name is Mariah Vila. I'm a freshman. I'm on the women's basketball team. I'm Niza Thomas. I'm a junior, and I'm on the track and field team. I'm Reggie Thomas. I play basketball, and I'm a freshman. I'm Teresa Price, and I'm on the tennis team, and I'm a senior. I'm Kyla Humphreys. I am a freshman, and I play softball. Uh, I'm Wyatt Lambertson. I'm on the track and field team, and I'm a freshman. Sweet. So those are your athletes that are going to be with us today. So we don't start all awkward and with a bunch of questions. We do have some icebreakers for us today. So they're pretty. I think they're funny. I just made them up, so stick with me. So we can either go... One by one, bounce around, whatever you guys like to do. Whoever wants to take it can take it. I don't care. So this is your first question, okay? What color is your toothbrush? Mine's blue. <laughs> Mine's blue, too. Pink. My yeah, blue. Mine's is black. I got a pink and white combo. Same, actually. I'm a green guy. <laughs> Mine's a solid white. Mine's a solid white, too. <laughs> solid variety there, guys. I like it. I like it. Yeah, mine's blue, so I'm a blue guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, all right, so moving on from that, our biggest, what is your biggest pet peeve? Repeating myself. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, a one. I agree with that. When people cough in their hands. Ooh, that's, that's straight up nasty. <laughs> people that suck at driving. <laughs> Got some road rage. With that, I'll go with slow drivers. That's fair, too. Uh, loud chewing. What about the gum chomping? Yeah. Uh, definitely teeth on the silverware. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, that's pretty rough. Chewing, 100% chewing. All right, so we're going to get into one of our first questions about athleticism for the, for the college. So how is your season going, or how do you feel about the, uh, your upcoming season? So if your season's already going, how do you feel about it? And if it's about to come, what are your goals? Well, our season started off pretty well, and then now we're in a little drought right now, and it's about to end. We need to win our last two games to get in the tournament, so let's hope we can do that. Um, we're concluding indoors, so GPAC this week and Nationals in a week. Indoor season has been great. We're preparing for outdoor, and my ultimate goal is just beating the record I already have. Uh, I'd say the golf is going to be really good. we got a lot of young talent this second semester. Um, we've been practicing our indoor facility. And I'm excited to see what we can do at the GPAC tournament. Uh, go ahead, Mariah. Um, I think for women's basketball, it was just a bit of a growing season for us um, since we're pretty young. So For sure, yeah. for sure. Teresa, let's pop over to you. Um, our season started about a month ago, and we played some really hard teams, but we actually got some wins under our belt already. So I, I think we're going to do really good this year. Love to hear it. Love to hear it. Kyla? Uh, we're off to a bumpy start, um, but we have a very young team, but we have a lot of 
talent on our team that I think once we shake it off, we'll have a good season. Very cool. Uh, it's kind of end of indoor season. We got quite a few national qualifiers. It's going to be a great season for outdoor too. So, I mean, it's going pretty good. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, for uh, men's wrestling, we're small team this year, uh, young as well, but we have our regionals this weekend, so national qualifiers. So, hoping we qualify a few. And uh, my plan is the All-American this year. So, awesome. awesome. For women's wrestling, we just competed on Sunday, and we had like uh, four or five girls place. And then we're about to have conference next weekend, and then nationals. Amazing. Um, Gabe, you and a couple other people mentioned uh, local uh, young talent we have. Um, and so I'm kind of going to aim this toward more to the freshmen at the table. We have a huge diversity if you're a freshman, sophomore is a senior. Um, and we just kind of want to see the different things about how each of you handles their sports dif differently. So um, kind of going over to Kyla here. How is uh, doing collegiate sports a little bit different from high school sports? It's definitely adjustment. Like in high school, there was seniority, and like you go into it knowing, okay, the seniors are going to play, and you have to work for your spot. But in college, everything's earned. You don't go into it with a spot. You go in, you play, and whoever's going to perform the best is going to play. For sure. What? Um, for my sport, it's more like you're an individual person. You have to go out there, and you have to work hard yourself. So it's kind of the same as high school. You go out, you perform good, you win. Why, you're a day athlete, correct? Uh, yeah, I'm a decathlete outdoor and a heptathlete indoor. Okay, very cool. Uh, Mariah, over to you. Um, I just think, like, for basketball specifically, the biggest adjustment was, like, the speed of the game. It's a lot faster here. And, sure. like, everybody's here to specifically play basketball, so it's just a lot more competitive than it was in high school. I want to kind of say the same thing as her and her. Like, you have to come here and earn it instead of, like, being the senior of the team and just playing just because you're a senior. You have, For me, at least, my coach seen the talent in me, so he was like, okay, I want to play him because he, he's going to work hard. Yeah. Do you think that's driven you more as a player overall? Is that just that fact that you have to earn it rather than being a senior? Yeah, yeah, it does. It does. Uh, and this is kind of a... You know, everybody here is a college athlete, so I think we all have some level of, like, love for the sport we play and some reason we're playing it. So what is the reason why do you love the sport that you play? I'm a competitor. You know, I like to win. Uh, hate to lose, so got to work hard, work your ass off to get that win, you know? Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I think I'd say the same thing. I absolutely hate losing, and so um, – and just, like, getting the opportunity to, like, go out and, like – show my ability and our team's ability every day is kind of rewarding? Um, I would agree with being a competitor, but it's also an outlet. College is stressful, life is stressful, so when I'm at my, in my sport, that's where I'm able to let go and zone out and be able to be me fully. Uh, I played softball since I was about seven, and so I, I played it almost my whole life, and it just has always brought me a lot of great friendships and a lot of life lessons that you learn early on in life because you're playing a sport and like mental toughness and it really just, I mean, it builds character and it makes you a better person being around others, pushing each other. For sure. Well, I mean, all of us made it here to the college level. It's kind of nice to see if you're the best in the college level. You're already the best in high school. You made it to a college. So now you just you know, get to prove yourself every day. I think it's a lot about like personal growth too. Like you get to see like how much better you can get each day. Yeah. I feel like it's the grind. That's why I love it so much. It's just the grind. 
just that constant getting better, yeah. getting overcoming not only other people but yourself. Yeah, for sure. Um, moving on to the next question, this one's kind of like open-ended to um, even new athletes coming in or freshmen coming in, um, or just overall to your peers. But what are the do's and don'ts of being a college athlete? Practice with a purpose. Is that a do? <laughs> that is a do. That is a do. Okay. You don't want to not do that. Don't be lazy. Like not not just uh, in in your sport, but also in school, your classwork. Because if you don't got the grades, you can't compete. Don't three. Don't sleep through six a.m. practice. Yeah, Never true. ends well for anyone. <laughs> Um, show up 10 minutes before it starts, like, everywhere you go. Like, if you're on time, you're late. Um, I would say do keep a good mindset because there are going to be days where practice is hard or you're just not feeling it. I say, like, come prepared to every practice game, anything, because if you don't come prepared, then you're not going to be ready. You had mentioned, Kyla, some like sleeping in through 6 a.m. practice. So what's kind of a, a consequence of sleeping practices? You guys can all answer that, too, because I know there's different ones for each sport. So. so for softball, we've had a couple times where an athlete is missed. I haven't yet, knock on wood. But <laughs> um, the punishment, we usually end up on the turf field, and we usually have some plates on the ground that we're pushing, and oh a lot God. of running, a lot of burpees. It's just – that's a big part of being committed to a team, like yeah. showing up all the time. Even those 6 a.m.s when you are exhausted, you got to show up. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, for track and field, it's very different because our sport is everyone else's punishment. So our coach doesn't make <laughs> yeah, us run. Yeah, wow. <laughs> our coach doesn't point. make us run more, but like you probably will have to like sit out a track meet or sit out too. It, it really depends on how long it's been since you missed. So like five minutes, an hour, the whole thing. So. That's why you just play golf. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, continuing on, because I feel like most people throughout high school is a three-sport athlete. So I am really curious what made you pick this one sport and just keep driving into it, picking that one. What made you stick to the one that you went to college with? Um, for me, track came natural. I literally tried every sport in the book, basketball, golf, all that, it wasn't me. <laughs> I could run my butt off, so that's what I chose to stuck with, and then specifically I stuck with hurdles, so that's how I got into it. Um, in high school, I did softball and track and basketball, and I think basketball just, like, really stuck with me because it was more of, like, a team thing. I mean, softball is a bit too, but it's still, like, kind of based on your individual performance, but as basketball, it's, like, everybody on your team, like, really has to like gel together and play well together. And I liked that. I've been wrestling since I was like five and I just stuck with it because I love the mentality that it's given me and just the pure like hard work and love that you have to have for this sport. Uh, high school I played soccer, softball and basketball and just softball always challenged me and it every day you can perform great one day and awful the next. and. Like Mariah was saying, like, other sports are very team-driven, but softball is both. Like, you have to be an individual and perform well for the team to perform well. And I liked that it was both aspects. I mean, 
I got an offer for track. <laughs> so, did track. Right. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> Very fair. Oh, well, just add on that. Uh, yeah, for wrestling, it's just – I like it because it's a, it's a one-on-one, you know. It's a competition. It's you against the other guy, man-on-man, uh, see who can impose their will. And I just, I just like that, you know. I like that aspect of it. I did, I did rugby as well for my whole life, and I mean, love that sport too. But there's nothing other than there's nothing like that can compare with wrestling. Uh, when you step on that mat against the other person, you know. Uh, Mariah and a couple other people have mentioned. Um, so we all have team sports here, but some of them I think we can agree are more individual based with what you do. Um, such as track, you have individual individual events for those things. So how would you kind of for those of you who like. Caitlin had mentioned did multiple sports in high school. How would you say those individual-based sports are different from your team sports that you do now or the individual sports you do now? How would you – your mentality difference between that? So with team sports, I didn't like the aspect of, like – because, you know, you win and lose as a team. So I know throughout high school a lot of people, like, blame each other even though it was a team sport. So, like, with me going into track, I can only blame myself if I didn't compete how I wanted to at that line. I can't blame it on my coaches. I can't blame it on nobody else because they handed me the plan. I just have to fulfill it because it's my own potential that I'm potentially messing with. So that was the aspect I got from both, like, the – who basically, who's in charge here? Yeah, to add on to that, you, like, you control your own fate in an individual sport. So it's if you worked hard or not, you'll see the results. Absolutely. Uh, for those team sports, what do you love about the team sports? Reggie? I just love how, like, when everything is going bad or everything is going good, we always stick together. That, that's my favorite part about team sports is just, the, like, the, the love that we give each other and the relationships we gain at the end of all of it as well. Awesome. Most people don't think of golf as a team sport. I mean, it's, it's not a team sport when you get to, like, the next level, but, like, all throughout high school and uh, college now, you definitely – you have to play good for yourself and your team. And it, uh, when you don't play good and you're a good player on your team, you're, you're going to hurt your team if you get in your head and uh, decide you just want to give up. So, All right, we got a little bit of a fun icebreaker question. Still about your sport in a sense. We were talking about this. I, I really like this question. And if you don't have one for your sport, uh, maybe think of another sport. This is for, like, professional sports. So think NFL. Uh, who is the biggest fraud of your sport? So think of the professionals. So who is somebody that you think – I'll try to give some context to the word fraud. Who do you think has, like, a lot of hype but you just think is not – doesn't deserve it? Maybe you could say overrated, but who's <laughs> the biggest fraud? Who do you think just doesn't deserve what they have? So I'll give, you that. I'll give that a little time to marinate. Yeah. As we sit here and think <laughs> about it. A little bit. I know Gabe has an answer, so I'll go to Gabe first. We talked about this, so I'll let Gabe go first. Um, well, there's this guy, Danny Willett. Um, he's won the Masters, but he shouldn't have really won. The, the guy that should have won just ha- kind of handed it to him at the end, hit like three balls into the water, and just kind of gave up. And Danny Willett is nowhere near the top 100 in the world. And he's – I don't know. He, I had <laughs> – I had a sports bet on him um, <laughs> last fall <laughs> to win a tournament, come back and win a tournament. And uh, he would have won if he would have just two-putted. But uh, he three-putted from five feet. 
<laughs> and we were all sitting in Buffalo Wild Wings just screaming at the TVs. <laughs> I had like five bucks to win like 30, but that's a lot when you're in college. Are y'all, y'all going to hate me for this one? I ain't even going to lie. But my biggest pride for basketball, we're going to go NBA, is LeBron James. He is not the best player of all time. I'm just saying that right now. Just because he scored a whole bunch of points in 20 years, he is not the best player of all time. All right, do you think it's Michael Jordan? Of course. <laughs> of course. Five, LeBron James. I mean, I don't know. Like, uh, just right now, because there's kind of a lot of heat around it, but, like, do you know Ariema? Probably one of the greatest basketball coaches ever. He's just kind of falling off the edge a little bit. He's not dominant in the sport anymore, and then he's kind of taking it roughly. <laughs> I don't know anyone for track, but I know for basketball, they had the LSU and USC game. So I think her name is like Angel Reese from LSU. Like she gets the hype for like talking stuff all the time, and I just feel like she's overrated. Fraud. <laughs> Fraud. Fraud. Um, so we asked a question earlier kind of to the freshmen. Um, now we're going to go more towards the sophomores, juniors, and upperclassmen about that. Um, and so uh, kind of going off that, what are some of the biggest takeaways from past collegiate seasons that you've had? Um, and from that kind of what's taught you to be a better collegiate, collegiate athlete? What's kind of helped you? You talk about a lot of drive. What are some things that drive you as someone who's done it for a couple years now? Um, for me, failure is okay. Failure doesn't mean it's done. It's more so redirection. And from there, if you fail, you just have to learn from it, pick yourself back up, and try again. Um, just learning from yourself and growing and staying positive because, like, after four years, it gets exhausting, and you just want to quit. But just, like, look at it as having fun, and it's okay. Nice. Yeah, you just got to gotta make – Make what's best out of it because when you look at it, you got four years for the rest of your life. You know, like this is all you got. You can't you can't compete anymore after this at a collegiate level at least. So you just gotta put in as much work as you can and uh, just make the best out of it. Yeah, you you can only learn from failure, especially in golf. That's why I say practice with a purpose. Kind of that. I I, I love what you said, and I said about failure, like. What what does failure mean to you guys? What if I said the word fa- failure? What do you what do you think of when you hear that? Um, it kind of relates with me now because I'm currently injured, so I'm going into GPAC and nationals with a hurt hamstring. So I considered that as a failure because I didn't like protect my body to the fullest potential where I need it the most. So basically now I see that, and I gotta just basically go build from it. Yes, I'm hurt but I still have a task to fulfill and to finish. I might not get what I want out of it, but I can still get the best I can out of it. Mm-hmm. So it all varies from person to person. What you expect and what you want, you might not reach it, but you still might get what you need at the end of the day. Absolutely. Why, how do you feel about failure? What do, what do you think of? Uh, I think failure is just falling down on your face, not really getting back up. I mean, you can always learn from failure. Failure is just, I don't know, people say failure is the best teacher. You just kind of learn from your mistakes, then you just get better throughout your life or season, whatever you want to call it. So kind of going off of those answers and questions, um, when days are really hard and long, what keeps you going? Like what keeps you craving that grind on the 6 a.m. weights or the three practices a day? Like what keeps you wanting to keep going? I say balancing yourself, like having different hobbies instead of like just your sport. Like 
like what I do is like try to play my game to keep my head off of basketball if we're losing or if I'm playing bad. Just like keep my head on something else instead of just my sport the entire time. I agree with Reggie. Like if your main focus is just your sport, of course it's going to take a toll on you. So like I go out with friends, I talk to other people, do some homework, go work ahead if you need to. Like simply just don't make your sport be your personality while in college. Yes, it got you here, but also branch out in many different ways. I think that on those hard days, like going to practice and stuff is what's going to make you better and like those are the days that really build you and like you test your mentality. Yeah, you just got to embrace the grind, embrace the suck, push through it, you know. I think I took the question a little different, but like the thing that like keeps me going and playing is like the feeling of when you're playing and you hit like a home run or a really important hit at the last second when it's a close game, like that's something you can't like replicate. Like that feeling is just like the best feeling in the world and working every day to get at that again. It's just, I mean, it's, it's addicting. Like playing your sport and being successful is addicting and that's why you continue to grind. That's a great answer. Yeah, I, yeah, I kind of going off that. You guys okay. talked about uh, having other stuff to do, so I, I think we should just go on each. What what is something else? What's a hobby of yours that you do other than your sport that you just enjoy doing, or just something that take your mind off of it? We'll start over here this time with Wyatt. Uh, partying's pretty fun. You go and hang out with a bunch of friends in a dorm room. You sit in there playing Xbox. That's what I consider a party. I like mm -hmm. that. Like no no drinks. <laughs> That's awful. <laughs> Uh, spending time with friends, just like getting your head off of it, not, you know, talking about it and being away from family. I love getting to talk to my family and, you know, get away from it for a minute. For sure. Um, I love hanging out with friends, but I also like really like crafting. So like I make jewelry or like I sew headbands or whatever. Uh, playing the game. That's about it. And hanging out with a lot of friends. Yeah, there you go. Um, I like to binge watch old Disney shows, so yeah. I like that. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, sometimes I like to read, I guess, on occasion, uh, and then just like hanging out with my friends. I say just chilling with my friends. Yeah, hanging out with friends and uh, playing video games. I play a lot of video games. Oh, I, I like to go fishing, just be alone for a day and. Just in nature. Um, I know some of us, uh, you know, are away from home, uh, Colorado. I was wondering what, uh, this is kind of a general question, maybe away from athletics. How, what, what's different about not being at home, being at somewhere where you're, you're staying, you're not with your family, and how is it different now playing a sport and dealing with not being at home now you're away at college? Um, for me, I think it's just hard because, like, my parents used to be at every game and now they're not anymore, and, like, if I was frustrated or anything, like, I could go to them and, like, just spill out everything that was on my mind, and, like, they just listen, and, like, without them here, it's, like, it's hard to kind of do that, like, over the phone, so I think that's a big piece that's missing right now. I say becoming your own person, like, you always looked up to your parents, and with them not here, you can find yourself, basically, and become more responsible because they like cleaned up for you or did the dishes for you. Now you gotta do that on your own. So just being more responsible. 
kind of piggybacking off that, like, when you come to college, it's very quick that you have to mature and become an adult. Like, you're taking care of yourself. And so, I mean, sometimes, like, for example, when you're sick at school, like, you have to take care of yourself. And, like, it's just weird not having your people with you, but, like, they still are there on the phone. Absolutely. Yeah, it's kind of hard to hug your mom through the phone after a bad day, you know. Yeah. For sure. Uh, I love it. I love being alone. <laughs> <laughs> love just being responsible for myself and being able to hold myself accountable for things. It's uh, it's helped me. I know, uh, this is a fun question. I know sometimes athletes, depending on a sport, can kind of have a reputation for how many pairs of tennis shoes they own. So I'd like to go around and I want I want like a guesstimate number of how many pairs of tennis shoes do you own. <laughs> so so I, I can already see on some faces with you a lot. <laughs> we'll start with Wyatt and we'll go this way. Here, I probably have like four or five pairs, but at home, probably like 15 pairs. Not, not too big. I know Reggie over there. Yeah, here I probably have about 10 pairs, and I probably have about another 10 to 12 pairs at home. There you go. I probably only have like six or five pairs of shoes in total. Uh, I honestly don't know, but I probably got like four, 30 pairs here. Not even going to lie, like 30 pairs of shoes here, and then like probably like 15 to 20 back home. Um, I'm similar to Reggie. I think I, I brought all my shoes, so I got like 30 or 40 here. I don't think I've ever had that many shoes in my life. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but like right now, I'm probably only like six, three that I actually wear like constantly. I think I got like 10. Yeah, I got a solid maybe five. I'm not a big shoe guy, but... <laughs> Uh, I probably got ten, like including, like five pairs of golf shoes. Chad, I I know you have a lot of golf shoes. No, I gotta talk about that. questions for you guys. So <laughs> wait, no, I want to hear the answers. How many? How many do you have? Uh, mm -hmm. I brought about twelve pairs of golf shoes here. Uh, I have a good like <laughs> fifteen. Golf? I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, just golf. Just go oh, not okay. golf shoes. I have two pairs of tennis shoes. That's all I wear. <laughs> but golf shoes, I mean, I won't invest in that. That's crazy. All right, one final question for you guys here. Um, and it's kind of a more drive home, I think, kind of thing is um, what for each of you, who, who has kind of been the biggest influence in your life for your sport or just in life in general? It doesn't have to be specifically to your sport, but who has been one of the most influential people to you? Uh, for me, it's my older brother, Colin. Uh, he was really good at track in high school. I always wanted to catch him, always tried to beat him, which I've beat him now. But now he's he's in the Marines right now. He's overseas in Afghanistan. So it's kind of nice to just kind of trail behind him, get to beat his goals, and then he gets to celebrate him with me. It's awesome. Uh, I grew up an only child, so my parents were my best friends and my biggest supporters. And, like, my dad coached me all through my softball career. My mom was always in the front row cheering. So my parents are definitely my biggest inspiration and motivators. My biggest influence for the sport would be when I was a freshman, there was a senior, and she was just the epitome of, like, tennis, and I loved her, and now that I'm in her spot, like, I just want to be her, and, like, I really looked up to her. I say it's my older brother, just like Wyatt. Like, he always pushed me every time and just, like, made me a better player throughout my whole entire basketball career. Um, for me, it would have to be my grandpa. He was always that one that would call me after every race and make sure I was okay or just asking me how it was. And then, like, even if it was days I didn't like how I ran, he would be like, you're still my Flojo. So he would just make it better in any aspect. 
Um, for basketball, uh, definitely my high school coach. Uh, he knew kind of how to like push my buttons and get me to play like to my best ability. But just for like life in general, definitely my parents. I think I've always had like a big support system with wrestling. Like my parents always supported it. My coaches were always there for me when I was like the only girl on my team too. Um, yeah, I'd probably say my family, just uh, I've had two older brothers, older sister that I've always looked up to that like I chase to be better than them. Um, but also my dad, he's pushed me to like be where I am today because uh, without him, I'd probably be just chilling like lazy, you know, but he got me to the gym. He wake me up every morning to go to the gym with him. And like I'm here today probably because of him. So, yeah. Um, definitely my parents. They've just supported me throughout golf my whole life, um, paid for all my tournaments and stuff. And my uh, stepdad has been my only swing coach. We learned together, and now we're, yeah, now I'm in college. I think I have another question. Um, do you guys have any, like, crazy stories, like, during a game or buzzer beaters or, like, a really race that you didn't think you were going to win or, like, a crazy – match or anything like that um so track is kind of dangerous so i do hurdles so like sometimes i would turn around and somebody's like laid out because they fell over the hurdle so yeah. like the moments be so crazy and then I, some people fall off pole vault like it's not really you know alarming but at the same time it's crazy because sometimes them wipeouts be out of this world i saw zaley fall the other day during her meet <laughs> Yes, Zaylee like fell over the first hurdle, and like hurdlers, we fall all the time. But like she ate some, it into yeah. a somersault. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. Um, in high school, my sophomore year, so my high school was only freshman sophomore my first year, and we were playing. I think it was Conifer, and they were really good, and we were down by one in the sixth, and we had to beat them to get to uh, championships, and. Bases were loaded, and I hit a triple up the right field line, and the whole football team was there, and everyone was there because it was a big game, and it was just the most insane noise. I think we'll do one more here, Wyatt. Okay. Uh, I was pole vaulting the other day in practice and whacked my back on the standard after I went up over. Pole vaulting so. is dangerous, man. Oh, I've yeah. seen some yeah, that's pretty horrifying. crazy things. Oh, it's, it's great. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> that's scary. All righty. Well, I think we're going to start to wrap it up here. Thank you guys so much for all coming here and joining us today for this great answers to all our questions, and thank you for giving your time. Uh, I want to say a huge thank you to the media team, the Hastings College media That's team. Pretty legit. Um, none of this would be possible without them. So and a big thank you to Jared Rogers for helping put all this together. Caitlin, you want to? I'm Caitlin. I'm Brad. And I'm Chad. And thank you for tuning in on the Bronk Pod. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Bronk Pod, brought to you by the Hastings College Center for Applied Media Arts. A big shout out to the Hastings College Athletics Department and all the athletes who joined us for the show. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to like and subscribe. Your support is what keeps us going. And if there's something you'd like to hear on a future episode of Bronk Pod, please send us a comment with your ideas and suggestions. Thank you again, and go Broncos! <laughs>